As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. It's a new day! Yes, it is! Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome... To Wild and Crazy Guys! The Athletic presents Hogan Johns. For the win. We're going to consistently put players in position to succeed. The most important piece is we're going to take the North and never give it back. From CHGO, it's Adam Hope. I don't think that this is a, bit, a full rebuild, but you definitely have to retool your roster. And from the Athletic, it's Adam Johns. Hey, what's up, Flues? And we're going to have measurable ways for standards of performance every single rep, every single game. Anyway, uh, who cares? Now, here they are. What's up? Welcome in. Football is back. And my voice is gone, John Z. <laughs> oh, man. It's really What's bad. going on? <laughs> you know, they shouldn't have high I'm school sorry, games. I'm, I'm sorry for laughing this much, but... They shouldn't have high school games on Saturday nights. We know this. You must have been screaming a bunch, my man. I've never lost my voice in my entire life. You might need a different profession if you're going to be uh, <laughs> talking for a living. It was like mid-first quarter yesterday. I was like, I think I have a problem tomorrow. So, anyway, we're gotten through this. I've already done a pregame today. I just did a 90-minute postgame. Now we got Hogan Johns. I sound like absolute crap. That's okay. This you is why tough. you're here. You're here to carry the show and tell us what the hell happened today. As the Bears are 1-0. I'm going to pat myself on the back for picking them. Yeah. Start with that. You finally got I, one right. Good job. Oh, I, I've been right a few times here, my friend. I, I just thought exactly what we saw. Justin Fields is the better quarterback with Trey Lance. He, he, he just is. Trey Lance may be good someday, but I think Jimmy Garoppolo, if I'm being honest with you, might have given him a better opportunity to win wow. as the Bears' pass rush, as the Bears' defense got better and better as this game went on. They were good from the start, though, man. Like, the, the field position battle wasn't in the Bears' favor. They got the turnover, I think, on the, in the first or second possession. But the, the, the defense flustered Trey Lance all day long. Kyler Gordon made an impact. Jaquan Brisker made an impact. Roquan Smith violently tackled Trey Lance on a scramble. They were all over the 49ers quarterback. Yeah. Um, I'm t- 
But how do you feel about Justin Fields on the other end of it? Because it's one of those games where you look at the stats, they're not impressive, but it was also like a monsoon for a lot of the game. And when it came down to in the second half, he made the plays they need to make to win the well, game. Well, this is where, like, I think you should inject the the argument that the 49ers have one of the best defenses in the league. Yeah. Right? Aren't they supposed to have have that? They look like it. They were supposed to give Justin Fields a hard time. They were supposed to, to sack him. Nick Bosa was supposed to be Braxton Jones, right? Fred Warner was supposed to be a problem. And those things happened early on. The interception he threw was bad. Didn't see the backside safety coming across. Tried to take Fred Warner's eyes to the right. Missed the safety. Kind of forced the ball to Darnell, Darnell Mooney a bit, who I don't think had a catch, by the way, but... A win's a win. When he had but, one catch, Cole Komet had zero. Which is fine. Which is and fine. Our, that producer, made, that made, our producer, Kent, started both of them in his fantasy. <laughs> so, shout out to him. That's, that's an L for uh, Kent. But I'm saying it's fine because at some points in this game, it was just sloppy. Justin Fields said afterwards that is that he changed, tried changing gloves because they got bad. And it wasn't so much the rain, but... I mean, he was sliding. He was escaping. It was the, the field itself. Yeah. It was holding the water. It was like a pond in the second half when Trey Lance to, tried to stage a comeback. But um, I know what you're saying about Justin Fields, but I want to mention what everybody said about the 49ers heading into this. They have one of the best defenses in the league. So they were supposed to give Justin Fields problems, and they did. But in the second half, he was the better quarterback. It took one big play for that to happen, but that's what you expect him to do in those situations when the play breaks down we've talked about this Adam it's the play after the play with Justin Fields and he found Dante Pettis and that play itself sparked the comeback yeah when that play happened like he was under such pressure it was clearly a busted play and I'm like I don't even know if that was good but it was a 51 yard touchdown but then someone pointed out to me on Twitter and I totally agree they're like, yeah, but how many times has that been Aaron Rodgers doing that to the Bears? <laughs> they, right? they count. They count. You know, like you know, Patrick it, Mahomes you know, scores touchdowns that way too. Everybody. Yeah, it's he does. You know, like quarterback making a play out of whatever the hell is available, so you take it. How many times have we seen? Let's go back to Mitch Trubisky, even Justin Fields, where his natural reaction would be to scramble, would be to get away. Would be to, to to keep on running, but he stopped, slowed his feet, threw the pass from the Bears forty on the numbers right across the field to the the thirty, past the thirty on the numbers. I'm looking at the the, the field right now. Looks pretty good, by the way. I mean, that's a hell of a throw. That's a hell of a throw. We all saw from the press box that he's wide open. Still doesn't mean he can find him right away, right? At least in terms of the, the sequence of the play. Like, we're doing the show live today, so we have live comments going on. So I'm saying R.I.P. Hoagie Cat, you know. Yeah. Hoag sounds sexy. <laughs> yes, that's a fact. Let's be honest about it. I don't know about that. Yeah, I don't know either, but I'll take it. Um, look, regardless, they won the game. A lot of the stuff that we've talked about, John's all offseason, the hits principle coming through. Maybe the weather helped the Bears. You know, anyone who's going to blame this on the weather for the Bears' win, can we just get real and acknowledge the fact that the weather probably cost the Bears five points in this game? They missed two extra points, and they had another field goal, 
wiped out because they apparently thought they could dry the field with the because towel. Of, because of it. Which is a ridiculous <laughs> premise to begin with. I, 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 I laughed at that because he was out there with the towel, like trying to do whatever. But at that point, it was well saturated. I understand that the, the field conditions, the, the rainy conditions played a factor in it too. But, you know, the 49ers were playing in it as well, right? Weren't they supposed to be the better team? They had more penalties. They were sloppy. The Bears' defense forced more turnovers. They were be- they were the better team on this Sunday. By the end of the day, they were. Well, here's the key, though, Johns. You know they they managed to play physical, but be disciplined at the same time. That's a hard thing to do in football because too many times you get physical, you get after the whistle, you get penalties. Things start adding the up. The best example of that, Adam is when Justin Fields got hit late. And his entire offense, I want to say all 10 guys were out there, but they just stood around the linebacker. Didn't do anything. I think I saw a couple knees. Yeah, it got got a little bad. I was worried another flag was going to come out towards the end, though. Oh, for unsportsmanlike? The one where they got the helmet-to-helmet hit, where the guy apparently concussed himself. Yes. Cody Whitehair got in there a little late, pushing, and... I was just like, oh no, here comes the extra flag. But you're right, they got it didn't happen. And they are backing up their quarterback. Um these comments are getting distracting for a second. I'm gonna turn them off, at least on my screen. I, that's fine. The the Kyle Green comment here is fantastic. What does it say? Can Hogue say I'm not an offensive coordinator? Yeah. Just do it. They were they were doing this on, on the CHGO show too. They, he's they thought, saying they you I sound like John Fox. Me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not an offense coordinator. I'm not a defense coordinator. I'm not a special teams coordinator. But I coordinate all three. Yeah, yeah. John Fox just lost his voice because he's out all night. But you know that's a different story. But the defense played well throughout. They were physical, very physical. Roquan Smith was physical. It was good to see Jaquan Brisker get involved. Eddie Jackson had a pick. The pass rush was good. Dominique Robinson, the rookie. Second or a second and a half. That's a great debut. Outstanding performance. Yeah, I, I little uh, Mark Anderson there is what that was reminding me of. Rookie, like kind of your third or fourth defensive end coming in there, asking him to make a play in a timely timely moment, and he did it. So, um, I think re- in in general, it was a good day for the young players. I know Kyler Gordon got mixed up and turned around in coverage a bit. But he made a touchdown-saving tackle in Debo Samuel. He was yeah. physical and run support. The way he closed off the edge on one sweep early in the game, that's impressive. Very impressive. Again, Jaquan Brisker all over the field. You saw Roquan Smith be a threat. I thought Justin Jones had a good game. Dominique Robinson. Then on the opposite side, an offense, I saw some good things from Braxton Jones by the end of it. Tevin Jenkins was on the field for Khalil Herbert's touchdown. Those are good things. Yeah. So I want to ask you about that. So it's a little bit of a different setup with us this year where I'm not at the games and you are. So I want to make sure, you know, I ask you the right questions and find out what happened post-game in the locker room. What was the explanation from Flus on that rotation? Because that kind of surprised me. I was talking about finding the best five guys. What Do they have six? <laughs> well, one just happens to be like your prized Free agent signing and Lucas Pajak, who was brought here to help change the culture, right? Sure. The, the guy that has like the ultimate money. trust of, of Luke Getz. Yeah, I, I know what you're saying. Um, I'm trying to see it both ways. Lucas Patrick is everything I just said. 
He was one of their first free agent additions. He knows the scheme. He's a strong voice in that locker room. Doesn't have the C, but he's a team leader. Then you have Tevin Jenkins making his first career start against the 49ers, who, again, have one of the best defensive lines in the game. So if they wanted to give both those guys action, I'm okay with it. I'm not sold that they're going to keep doing this. Matt Eberflus made it sound like this might just be a one-week thing. I think Lucas Patrick is getting closer to returning. Ultimately, the decision on their on the table for the Bears is whether or not Lucas Patrick is better off at guard or center. Mustafer's out of there. Patrick at center. Jenkins at guard. Or is it Mustafer at center and Patrick at guard? That's going to be the decision, is it not? But for one game, I, I understand the rotation if you want to develop Tevin Jenkins but also get Lucas Patrick back into the mix after missing the entire training game. Yeah, it was just interesting to see. Um, I was worried at the beginning because Jenkins did get beat. Like, did they just bench him that fast? Like, that's a quick trigger. But it turned out it was a rotation going back and forth. So, um, it looked like every two series. Yeah, okay. Interesting way to go about it. Uh, what else did you learn from the locker room? Nice having the locker room open post game again. Yeah, Dante Pettis' touchdown uh, re- reception, obviously a nice play by, by Justin Fields. I, I asked Pettis where he is in the progression of the actual play. He said based on the coverage, he could be number one, all the way to number three, just based on what they're doing. It looked like in this case, he was two or three as he went left and Pettis was on the right. But that's an outstanding play by Fields. Well, let's just be honest. I don't care if Pettis was wide open. To elude the pressure of two 49ers defenders, to go to your left, look back to your right, to see him open like that, outstanding play. Um, As far as the touchdown to Equinemius St. Brown, he was the second read on that play. The first read on that touchdown play, play action play in the red zone, was Kari Blazingame, the fullback. St. Brown said that he was supposed to set a pick, which he kind of did, but then he's supposed to carry that corner route, which he did, and Fields found him open. I think everybody in the stadium saw Byron Pringle wide open on that play as well. He was coming across, uh, crosser going to the backside, but Fields later said that's his third read. So two guys wide open on that play. You've mentioned this before, just the play design that Luke Getze has. Like that's That's a good example of what Luke Getze can do. Yeah, and I, I just think, like, in general, the, the adjustments that were made, it was ugly in the first half. Like, it really was. It was, here they go again, can't get first downs. I think they had three passing, net passing yards in the first half. Like, we've seen those ridiculous games before, and here it's happening again, but, you know, they made the adjustments. I think even just, like, the going to Khalil Herbert, even in the right times, David Montgomery, they whatever reason, I don't know if it was on him or it was on the 49ers, they bottled him up. But it seemed like when they put Khalil Herbert in, when they gave him the ball at the right times, he was much more efficient running the football today. So Khalil just, Herbert, nine carries for 45 yards and his touchdown. Yeah. David Montgomery, 17 carries for 26 yards. 1.5 yards gained per average. Not good. I, Khalil Her- Herbert if I'm being objective in this, looked more decisive. Okay. But sometimes the blocking just looked better. Yeah. The Bears' offensive line got better as the game went on. It really did. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? 
Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Visit DirecTV.com. Claim based on total games offered on national and regional sports networks with choice package or higher. Availability of RSNs varies by zip code and package. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. If you're like me, you believe there needs to be more stylish, functional, business, casual menswear that is both high quality and durable that can withstand your day. I'm talking about maybe hanging out in the press box, watching the game later with your friends, maybe getting a quick nine holes in. That's why men's closets were due for a radical reinvention and Roan stepped up to the challenge. Roan's commuter collection is the most comfortable, breathable, and truly versatile set of products known to man. They have products for every occasion. We're talking about the world's most comfortable pants, dress shirts, quarter zips, polos, and blazers. They look great as individual pieces, maybe with a Hogan John's polo or quarter zip, but they also work seamlessly together. Roan's signature four-way stretch fabric is breathable, flexible, works everywhere from your commute to work to the 19th hole. It's time for unparalleled confidence without all the hassle. Roan's commuter collection features wrinkle-release technology and is 100% machine washable. Looking good is that easy. The commuter collection can get you through any workday and straight into whatever comes next. Head to roan.com slash Adam and use promo code Adam to save 20% off your entire order. That's 20% off your entire order when you head to rhone.com slash Adam and use code Adam. It's time to find your corner office comfort. Victorinox, the makers of the original Swiss Army Knife, have been a reliable companion for life's everyday challenges, mastering functionality, innovation, iconic design, and uncompromising quality with its products. The Victorinox Swiss Army Knife provides you with all the things you don't think about until you need it. Tweezers, a screwdriver, and even a corkscrew. With the Victorinox Swiss Army Knife, you can be prepared to master everyday life. You can find Victorinox Swiss Army Knives at Dick's Sporting Goods. Um, how did the turf hold up with all that rain? I mean, that was some bad luck to get that type of rain. We we haven't really covered a game like that before. Do you want me to give you like a look? I'll give you a look right now. I'll sure. pick up this computer. Let's see if I can get this done. Can you see it? A little hold bit. On. A little bit. This is a big glare is the problem. But we got a little bit. It's a little bit. It's good. It. I'm looking at it right now. Uh, there's standing water, like in the corners uh, by by the tunnels. It seemed uh, maybe, to me, John's like the, it held up well. It was just not draining all that well. Maybe Bermuda doesn't. Maybe it holds water. Well, maybe because it's stitched so. Tight, Although, like they talked about, this could be a bad analogy, but like I had sod put in, and that kind of right away before it settles, it, you know. It, Kind of holds water on top of it a bit. Could be a bad analogy because obviously this is a bigger project than my backyard. But right now, there's no standing water. There was, I'll be honest, I thought there'd be more mud. 
a lot more mud, and it didn't seem to be a sloppy game. It was a very wet game, but the mud was minimal. Well, and, and just it, a, imagine this weather on the old turf. <laughs> it would have been a disaster. <laughs> right? Yeah. No, it looks good. Uh, I want to say it was in the middle of the fourth quarter where it was completely flooded. Yes. Well, Guys were starting to have fun with it. At least the Bears' defense was starting to have fun with it because the weather was clearly impacting what the 49ers wanted to do. So the situations helped. Bears were up 19-10. to 10. They had to throw the ball to pass rusher's dream, right? That's what you want. Late-game situations with a big lead. That's how you get your sacks. And the field helped. Yeah. It clearly did. Like, there was a play before the celebration at the end where Roquan Smith, I want to say it was Eddie Jackson. I could be wrong. Eddie Jackson or Jalen Johnson, they made a play on the edge, and Roquan Smith jumped over and slid a bit. You could just see the guys having fun in the rain with the pooling water, the flooding waters, I should say, in Soldier Field. The defense was having fun with it all the way. Well, look, I don't know if you're able to see it right at the end of the game, um, but the shot of them all sliding yeah. in the end zone. I, I, I said it right away. Like, I don't know how good or bad the Bears are going to be this year, but this still is going to be one of those games that you remember. Like, one of those moments you remember. Like, hey, remember Matt Eberflus's first game that got the upset and all the players did something we've never seen before, slide in the end zone. I mean, that was really cool. Especially... Like, I know Fields looks badass, and he slid for, like, 25 <laughs> feet. But the old lineman. Look at Braxton Jones. If you're watching on YouTube yeah. right now, like I know many of you are, you could see the, the video from, well, the NFL and Bleacher Report. But it was a fun moment. Fields said after the game that it was a suggestion of one of the offensive linemen yeah. to go out and do that. And Justin Fields' reaction at that moment was like, hell yes, absolutely. That's how we're going to celebrate this after – I think they were in victory formation for, for two plays. Yeah. So fitting conclusion on what was a pretty sloppy day, field condition-wise. And way, like, an, way to make the most of it. There's an awesome photo of field just spread out like this, you know, and the offensive lineman in the background all sliding. Like, that's a photo you want framed and, and put up. So very cool win for the Bears. Um, great start to the season. What is this? How do you put it into context? What does this mean, John Z? Well, I, I, I'll go back to what I said at the beginning of this. I thought they had a shot because I thought Fields was going to be the better quarterback coming into this. I thought he showed it by the end of this. Again, the field conditions, the, the rain, it played a factor. But Fields was the better quarterback. He made more plays when his team needed, needed him to make those plays by the end of the game. Uh, in the grand scheme of things, look, they got the Packers next. Yeah. They're going to be heavy dogs. Again, I don't think they've changed anybody's about, minds nationally. What about the pack? The Packers are down twenty to nothing right oh, now. Okay, I, I wasn't following, but yeah, th- there was something that Fields said after the game that I, I, I think is a strong message, a strong indicator that Matt Eberflus's message messages are sticking. He repeated something about mental toughness or mental stamina and physical stamina. You know those are Eberflus messages. When you hear players repeat those messages, not only repeat them, but kind of show you that they believe in them. Like that, that, that was this game. This game in the rain against a very good defense required some level 
of not only physical stamina, but mental stamina. It was an awful game to, like, I think outdoor games are fun like this, but playing in them could, can wear on you a bit. I thought it wore on the 49ers, and I thought the Bears had fun with it. Had fun with it and kept going with it as it got worse and worse out there. Yeah, and I think what's even cooler about that, Johns, is the fact that the offense was so bad in the first half. Almost, if you're following like Twitter, all these national guys have been hating on the Bears all offseason. They were they were doing victory laps. It was seven to nothing. You know what I mean? Like, and then it was ten nothing, and it, and a lot of people were like, "This is this is over." Like, Bears can't move the ball, but they stuck with all that stuff that they've been talking about and believing in, and they end up scoring the last 19 points of the game. It should have been 21. Yeah, let's not forget. There's a second half. Everybody. Yeah. I understand the 49ers can be everybody's but I guess my point is, darlings John, to a certain extent. Sorry, in the go on, past, man. In the past, I think they wouldn't have been able to come back. You know, like, like even last season when the Bears were down in that situation, you're like, this thing's over. Like, this is, this is ugly now. It's just going to get uglier. So I just think it's significant that they were able to come from behind because I thought they had a path to win too, even though I ultimately picked the 49ers. But I thought they'd be playing with a lead in that scenario. I thought that they would be you know, controlling the tempo early, getting off to a good start. So the fact that they were down 10 nothing and sparked all that, I think is, it counts for even more getting this victory. Yeah. Someone turned the lights off on me in here, so maybe it's time right. to go. But I, I, I think to, to build on that mental stamina point, to build on that physical stamina point, Kind of lost my train of thought as somebody came through here, but you know this means something. Something's clicking with this Bears team, and I get that they're kind of overlooked. I get that nobody's going to pick them, but they're not a three-win team. They're not. I never felt yeah. that, and yes. I think you saw that. Yeah, amen to that. We've been trying to say that. Um, so it's not all going to play out like this every week, but I think. The, the word frisky I've used, the Bears are going to be frisky this season. I think if you're on the gambling side of things, I think they're a team that can win you some money when they're, at, when they're dogs. The day the schedule came out and this was labeled as the 49ers as six and a half point favorites, I was like, that's a game you're going to want to jump on. That's a game you're going to want to jump on. So, <laughs> Well, back to like your point. Now I remember what you were saying like about them being dominated in the first half. The Bears are only down ten nothing, and they lost the field yeah. position game oh, early it was on so the game. Bad. Yeah, it was so bad. It was such in favor of Trey Lance and that Forty ers offense, but the Bears defense only allowed ten points. They forced a fumble. That's not a fluke either. The Bears have practiced that religiously since the offseason program, especially on the edges with the defensive backs. You see them happen. We haven't seen it happen in a long time here with the Bears, but we've seen it happen here before. Charles Tillman, Tillman was in the stands today. That's not by accident that Jalen Johnson forced fumble. It's not. So if we're talking about them being dominated in the first half, I would say that the, the 49ers failed to, to capitalize on their opportunities to actually turn this into dominance. Absolutely. And the penalties killed them too. All right, my voice is telling me it is time to end this because it's getting worse. Um, so did somebody turn off the somebody lights? Somebody turned on me. the lights off on you. So, <laughs> um, if you might, wouldn't mind, do me a favor and just 
telling people where to read us and all that jazz. I appreciate it. Oh, man, I'm such a good teammate. Yeah. He's on allchgo.com. You know me. I'm on theathletic.com. I'll have a column up on Justin Fields, I think, in about 30 minutes to an hour. So please check that out. Uh, Please rate and review the podcast. If you're watching on YouTube, hit that subscribe button. And then check out our merchandise. I think the hats are back on obviousshirts.com. There it is. Thanks, Ken. All right. We'll go longer in the future, I promise. Bears 1-0. Enjoy it. We'll talk to you Tuesday. Hopefully my voice is back. See ya. I'm not an offense coordinator. I'm not a defense coordinator. I'm not a special teams coordinator, but I coordinate all three.